0: Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. However, I'm not going to drink too heavily tonight. Um, I am, however, going to drink a little bit of something. I am alone this evening. I completely screwed up on timing, uh, mostly because I went to Kentucky over the weekend, and in the process of going over to Kentucky for the weekend... I didn't really tell very many people that we were changing things up, so I changed things at the last minute, and I messed it up. So, shame on me. Anywho, uh, which more to come about the Kentucky trip here in just a few minutes. Right now, though, I am going to tell you about what I am drinking. And, oh, whoops, I'm also trying to play a different game. A Terminator Resistance. So we're going to see what that thing's about. So I'm going to be playing that while we're chatting and seeing what's left. Um, but what I'm drinking, that's the most important thing. So in Kentucky, went out there for a friend of mine. You may have known him. Magnate. Magnazel. Um, He went out to, he invited me to his bachelor party. And of course, I said, there's a bear shit in the woods. And I was there, ready to go. I had my, uh, <laughs> I had my, <laughs> I had my drinking pants on, or my bachelor party pants on. And oh boy, did I have my bachelor party pants on! I definitely brought it. Um. So while we, what, what we did was we went out to Louisville, Kentucky, and we did the Kentucky Bourbon Trail which the Kentucky bourbon trail is just, you bounces from distiller to distillery. So I'm going to say one thing right off the bat. You do not want to go out and do the Kentucky bourbon trail and think that you are going to get, sl- like, bachelor party sloshed. You are 100% not going to get bachelor party sloshed. I mean, you can, but you got to try. Like, you really got to try. So in the process of doing this, we went in, and which should I put on? Normal, hard, easy. You know, I'm going to be talking and playing, so I'm going to say, I'm going to put on easy for now and I'll switch up to normal later. Anywho, so we had a whole whole thing planned. How it worked out was I was supposed to be there, well, we were all supposed to be there Friday evening. We are going to, like, play board games and stuff Friday, and Saturday we were going to go down to Louisville, Kentucky, and, you know, go drink. You know, go do the Kentucky Bourbon Trail and drink and be merry and have fun. And yeah, and then Sunday, I think we were going to play more board games. And Monday, everybody was supposed to go home. So Monday, instead of going back, like everybody left in the morning, well, except for me and one other guy, um, instead of going home, I had a late flight. Well, I'll tell you about that later. Let's get into what I'm drinking. So one of the places we stopped was called Barrels and Billets. It's right off of the... The Louisville Slugger Museum, and I guess it's, like, their new thing that they're doing. So, while you're there, they had a bourbon mixing class, I guess. And you take all – they have, like, six different bourbons, and you mix them together, you know, specifically, like, in a specific way. And in mixing them, you get a different taste. And so, I learned how to mix bourbon. I guess one of the cool things about bourbon – or this, too, is that um, the mixing of bourbon is a long – long-time thing, because you couldn't get like the same... You couldn't get like good bourbon forever ago. You would get like whatever the bourbon mixer could get, and then from there, they would mix the bourbon to be the bourbon that you like, the flavor that you like. So that's what we did. We sat down for the class, and we mixed up bourbon. So this is the first time, other than when I was mixing it, and to be honest, I was already drunk by the time we got there, so I... Was already drinking. Um, so I'm not 100% sure how it tasted. At least then. So now I'm drinking it now. We're going to see what it's like. Uh, just full on. Like first thing. So here we go. So off the bat. It smells like a sweeter bourbon. Not one of the hardcore leathery ones. Um, maybe a little vanilla on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a little vanilla in those. let's see what it's like. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could drink that. It's sweet. It's sweet on the hit. Like on the attack. Very sweet. Mmm. Levels out to a nice smoky flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, glad I got two bottles of this. This This ain't lasting a while. Uh, you know what, maybe I'll save this for uh, whenever anybody comes over for the GNA Misadventure League. I'll be like, hey, you showed up, you get some of the GNA Special Elixir. I don't know, maybe I'll bring it over to, uh, I don't know, I don't have any friends local anymore. Who do I got local? Hal's local. Yeah, Hal's local. I could go over to Hal's house. But he works nights. I don't know if I could cr- I could get over to his place. Well, yeah, I'll figure something out. I'll find somebody local that I could uh, could go hang with and... Maybe go drink some, but yeah, so, okay, this basically is going to be the episode of the story of Kentucky and I'm sure I'll tell it again anyways, but here we go. So Friday, I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to Kentucky and I'm flying out. My plane is leaving at five, no, six fifteen in the morning. So, me and my infinite wisdom, I'm like, oh, yeah, 6.15, I got to be there at 5.15, I'll be fine. No, boarding starts 30 minutes earlier and stops 15 minutes before. Thankfully, in my as I woke up super early anyways, got in the car, got everything ready, and boom, we head off, I'm getting a ride. Unfortunately, one of the roads were closed. I was kind of pretty close, to be honest, but one of the roads were closed. So, on the way there, we had to take a few extra minutes and... Uh, and detour around to get to the airport. Get to the airport. Get out. I gotta check my bag. So there I am, walking up, and there's this huge line. Just this huge line. And as I lock in, I'm like, All right, well, here we go. I get on there and I'm in that line for like thirty minutes. I look at my clock. I'm like, okay, now plenty of time. Thirty minutes, I got I got I got I got thirty five minutes to get to my plane. Plenty of time. I will be fine. So I got to security. Security's line is like wrapped out around the mezzanine, And like, it's huge. So I get in security line. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And guess what? I go to get through the line. I finally get through the line. And I look at the clock. It's not good. I start bolting down to my gate. I literally get there seconds before the door closes or sorry, let me back that up seconds after the door closes. So I'm staring at a closed door and my plane and I can't board. So I explain, Hey, I was here super early. I got caught out in front where I had to check my bag. I got, then I got caught in security. Like, what can we do? So I get a later flight. And then I have to rebook my flight when I get because I was going out of Atlanta because my later my flight wasn't going to lay my later flight wasn't going to land when my other one was so I had to rebook everything so I finally get there I get to uh, I get to Louisville and I'm still earlier than everybody else so I'm walking around and I'm like you know what I'm hungry like I haven't eaten anything except for some airplane almonds I'm hungry. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go find sushi. Yep. You know what not to get in Louisville, it seems? Sushi. Well, let me rephrase. I can tell you one place not to go to get sushi in Louisville. And that would be Otaka uh, Sushi. And it's like two streets down from Maine or one street down from Maine. And then like three blocks up from the uh, Louisville Slugger Museum. How's that figured? Because when I was talking to one of the other guys, one of, one of Patrick or one of um magnate's other friends uh we were trying to figure out what to do for like a, a memento for magnate you know something to be nice and be like hey look here's something that you can remember this weekend by uh and the conversation turned to well why don't we're going to louisville why don't we get him a louisville slugger and we'll all sign it and just make it make it a cool thing so i went over i picked up uh i picked up the slugger and uh yeah it's cool it's awesome um, we all got back. We all signed it, presented to him that night. But also while I was there, since I was there early, I went and I nabbed him. I found a custom t-shirt place. And do you know how hard it is to find a custom t-shirt place that will literally print you one shirt that day? Yeah. Anywho. Found a custom t-shirt place. Was able to get a custom t-shirt that said Bachelor on the front. And then on the back it said uh, About to get married. And had a ball and chain on it. It was fantastic. It was awesome. So. Now I go. And um, another guy was going to be flying in from San Diego. And his flight's coming in like 345 or something. So I was like, "All right, I got some time. Uh, I go off. And I I order the custom t-shirt. And then I go pick him up. And then I go back to the custom t-shirt place to go pick it up. Because they were awesome and printed it that same day. So I go back to the custom t-shirt place pick up the t-shirt with the new guy in tow. Then we go to the Airbnb. Now this is where things get awesome because this Airbnb was so cool. I mean, it was $4,800 for, I think, yeah, for all of us to stay there for the four days for the, for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, checkout Monday, but it had a pool table, it had a hot tub, had a fire pit. It was within crawling distance of a grocery store. So I could go get milk, eggs, cheese, beer, 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 and beer. I forgot those first things I said, but I got beer. So we were like walking distance to a whole bunch of restaurants. Oh, speaking of which, if you ever are in Louisville, check out a place called The Eagle. It's like, I think it's technically in Louisville, but it's like one of like on the outskirts, like the suburbs of it. Dude, they make the best fried chicken sandwich known to man. I'm dead serious. This fried chicken was so good. We ended up having, no, I think we went back there another time just to get fried chicken again because the fried chicken was so good. <clears throat> so we go in, um, we go in, and so that night everybody finally gets there. Everybody gets rooms, all that other fun stuff. Um, I mean, I've already started drinking. If it wasn't expected, let me clarify. I was already started drinking. I think I was drunk from Friday until Monday morning, about 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. I just I just maintained. If I woke up in the middle of the night and I was thirsty, I grabbed a bottle of rum and drank. And I'm not kidding. I just drank a bottle. Of, I just kept kept drinking. I have water and rum, and I would just slam two of them and make sure I maintained. Um, so that night, we played a game called Coup. And Coup was an interesting. It's a social deception game. So you draw two cards, and you've got different abilities per different character that you have, but nobody knows the character that you have and if somebody, like anybody can say anything like like for instance the duke can take three coins out of the center and once you get up to seven coins you can do a coup which is you force one person to flip up one of their cards and once both of your cards are flipped up you're out of the game so <clears throat> you can say you're any of the characters and do any of the abilities but if somebody calls bs on you you have to prove that you're that character. And if you prove that you're that character, you get to keep your, your cards face down, but you have to turn that card in, shuffle the deck, and then take out a new card. So everybody just says, I'm the Duke, and takes three coins. Well, the assassin can, of course, kill somebody for three coins, but the Viscount, I think, was what it was? Yeah, the Viscount can stop an assassin... And a captain can steal. There's a whole bunch of other things, but basically, if you call BS on somebody and they prove that they are them, then you lose an influence. Otherwise, if they can't prove that they are, then they lose an influence. Um, so it was a pretty fun game. I don't think I won a single game that night, but it was fine. I, 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 I we played pool a bunch, and I think I won a game of pool. But we didn't lose. Like we didn't win. I didn't win anything else after that. At least that night. So. We're drinking. We're drinking. We wake up the, uh, the next morning. We had like an eleven o'clock, something or other. So I'm up at my normal five o'clock. We go crank it. You know, I go crank it out, making breakfast and stuff. And uh, I think we're all just kind of milling about, getting ready. I'm playing a couple games of pool. I think I threw uh, Scrubs up on the on the televisions. I had like these two fairly large TVs, but they were Fire TVs. They're all through Amazon. They were like smart TVs, but with the Amazon Fire software on it. It was pretty cool. Like You could literally yell out and go, Alexa, um, make a chicken, rape a goat, or something like that. It would go ahead and do it. So it was pretty fun. Mm. Man, that bourbon's good. Mm. Actually, the second hit kind of has that little leathery taste right at the beginning. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, so next day we get up and we start our bourbon tour of Kentucky. We ended up first going to bullet, uh, barrels and billets and doing the uh, the wine the, the bourbon barrel flipping thing there. Thankfully, I had already had beer and stuff at the house, so I was already slamming beers and stuff before we left. And yes, we Ubered, so we were all completely safe. We we did we acted responsibly. Uh, so we go down there, we do that, and of course we force Ma- uh, Magne to wear the bachelor shirt. You know, he doesn't get out of that. He's got to wear the bachelor shirt. So we get down there, we do that. And then we start going, from, uh, going to different, you know, d- just different distilleries around. We started doing tours. Now, this is why you don't want to go down there and try to do the bourbon barrel t- or the, the Kentucky bourbon tour to get, like, sloshed. But if you go to one distillery and you have, like, 30 minutes of a tour, well, sometimes you got to wait 30 minutes to get in the tour. So you're literally waiting an hour because they don't give you any samples or anything until the end of the tour, typically. So you're sitting there literally waiting, like, an hour trying to get to uh you know try to get to some booze so at that time unless you slam something in between you're literally like completely awake all whole time like just sobering up <clears throat> so we're going down there and of course as we go and we eat and we're going through we're doing some a couple different tours i think we had like three different places maybe four i just remember the one place they had uh i didn't realize it but I'm fairly confident I stole a shot of bourbon from them because they had a whole bunch of bottles set up and shot glasses and nobody was standing there. So I assumed it was a serious cell situation. Pretty sure I was wrong. However, I have nothing to prove it. So I'm going to go with, I may have stolen, not a hundred percent sure. Anyway, so we went to, uh, went to a couple different places, and then we ended up at this, like, really cool museum that had, like, all sorts of different stuff. It had old World War II stuff. It had, uh, it had like, a whole Black Lives Matter display upstairs on one of the floors. and had a whole bunch of these figurines that were, like, dime store figurines or penny store, something like that. I think they are called dime store figures. They were, like, little figures that you had as a kid. It was really cool. I mean, thankfully, I just uh, when we went to lunch, I just kept drinking while everybody else stopped. It's so a shame on all of them, but it was fun. Um, then we made it to after that one. Everybody's like, "Oh, we're fading, we're fading." It's like, all right. So we went back to the uh, went back to the Airbnb, and like almost everybody just passed out, like just knocked out for a nap. Now, the, in in their defense, we were up pretty late the night before. Um, I think it was like one or two o'clock. Before everyone went to bed uh, it might have been, I think it was more close to one o'clock when everybody went to bed. And of course, with travel and all that, you know, it just takes it out of you. Um, I was awake, though. I just kept drinking like they all went to they all went to take a nap. And I just opened up the fridge, grabbed some more beer and just started drinking. Uh, I think for the hour or so that everybody was out, I plowed down two blood orange IPAs. And I can't believe I found it there, but I found a four-pack of Dogfish Head 120-Minute IPA with the new label and new box and everything. So stoked. So I picked up and I had one of those as well. So then we went, uh, I think we were going for dinner after that. So we ended up at the Eagle that night, which was a great meal. No, no, we ended up at Eagle Friday night. We, went to, we ended up getting barbecue Saturday night. So we all walked down. I grabbed a couple of beers at that place, we drank, then we got back and we played some more Coup. But while we were touring around Louisville doing the tour, one of the other guys that was with us, ironically, the next oldest guy to me, yes, I was the old fart there, uh, he went and found a game store, which I never made it to that game store. Damn it. Now I remember. I wanted to go to that that game store and I never made it. Son of a... Well, I don't think I'll ever go back to Louisville. But anyway... So he picked up the expansion to coup, which made the game way more playable. Like the night before we were playing and it was like, you could have three of any single character and there were six of us playing. So by the time a couple of people were out, you pretty much had a really good idea what was in the deck and what was left. And, but by then, you know, you really weren't, unless you had already made like committed to making moves, you really weren't making moves at that point in time. You know, you were just playing out whatever moves you're, you were doing. Um, but yeah, so we ended up getting barbecue and I think everybody like just ate too much cause we just sat around and, and played Q next day though. Sunday, you know, we, everybody stayed up super late that night. I think I actually, I, oh no, actually you no know, Goy and I ended up over at the gay bar. Yeah. So we ended up going to the gay bar. Goy, Goy's gay. So we ended up, um, heading over to the gay bar. And you know what the gay bar was just like the vibe was cool, like the atmosphere was cool, but man, everybody was like really clicky. Like when we got there, the bartender was really cool. Like he's sitting there, he's talking with us, telling us about the area. And I was like, "Hey, does it is this kind of like it for for a Saturday night?" And he's like, "Oh, he's like, honey." Saturday night hasn't even started. It doesn't get it, it. doesn't start until about eleven o'clock here. I said, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm good with that." It was about I think eight thirty. It's like, okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, let's go. So I was drinking, just plowing down through rum and cokes there, and uh, like people were walking in, but they were all like very, like they would go to their friends, and then that was it. Like you try to strike up a conversation with anybody, and they were just very kind of standoffish. And even when like our bartender left, and then they had like, you know the the four bartenders that were going to be there for the night, even them they were really standoffish. Like if like I think I'd had my third rum and coke by then, and I was just thinking to myself, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna slow down for a second. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to get throw up drunk at this bar. So the, you know, the bartender's sitting there and I look over at her and she's like, did you want another one? You know, kind of give me the motions. And I'm like, no, thank you. And I just, I signed no, thank you. And she went, okay. And then like, that was it. Never looked over again the entire night, the whole entire time I was there. Um, and then the, another bartender there had a really cool, she had this really cool, like tattoo on her arm. And it almost looked like a, um, if you think of corpse bride, just think of that as a cartoon that style and was holding like a cat but it was like a silhouette or an outline of a cat and it almost looked like fabric on the inside but a lot of negative space use so there was a lot of the um a lot of skin tone in it it was really cool it was a cool tattoo so i said hey what does that mean i was like it looks familiar the style looks familiar and i was expecting her to say something like corpse ride she said no it's me my cat i'm like what and she's like, I'm a cat person, and I've had a bunch of cats, so I got this one. I had one cat, and but instead of it making it look like that one cat, I had it look like, you know, kind of just a generic cat because I always have a cat. I'm like, oh, that's a cool story. And that was the end. She walked away, and conversation never struck up, like never came back even to say, hey, do you want to drink or anything? So I finally look over at Goy, and I'm like, um, hey, man, I'm a bolt. He's like, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Because he, he was I think he was worried that I was going to feel like super uncomfortable or something, but uh, I don't care. If there's booze there, I'll drink If There's people there, I'll talk. It's just how I am. But there's nobody talking. Like, people were walking in, walking out. Like, I was looking at people like, hey, man, that's a nice shirt. You know, or hey, dude, those are, those are awesome shoes. I was giving off the straight guy vibe at a gay bar. Totally 100% know that. But it's one of those, you know, being friendly. But yeah, it was like really, really clicky. Um... And then I got back to the house and uh, everybody was just sitting around like I, I'm again I'm still drinking everybody's just sitting around and uh, I think they were watching a movie um what were they watching I don't remember what they were watching dogma maybe no it wasn't dogma they were watching something um so I came in you know took my pants off grabbed a drink sat down and started watching whatever it was with them and I think I actually went to bed at a decent time that night. But I stayed up until like 3 o'clock in the morning playing my Steam Deck. So it wasn't like I was... I went to bed and I'm like, oh, it's time to go to sleep. I went up there and I started playing my Steam Deck. And I think it was around 2 o'clock that I finally it. was somewhere between one thirty and 2. Because I woke up with my Steam Deck on my chest completely drained of power. So I obviously passed out with it in my hands. And it just flopped in my it flopped on me. Um, but yeah, the next day we played... Uh, we just... pretty much kept it low-key. I mean, I kept drinking, of course. But we kept it low-key. We just hung around the house, drank some. Um, And it was actually funny because Goy was like, hey, I'm going to run down and go get some something. I can't can't remember what he said. I think he said he was going to get, like, bourbon and bitters to make Manhattan's. And I said, hey, if you're there, would you pick up a bottle of rum? I said, preferably Pirate if it's there, but I'll take anything. I'll take Captain whatever. So he comes back, and he's got a bottle of Pirate. Uh... I was like, yes. So I, of course, pour a nice big glass of rum. Um, and I'm like, I'm already, I've been drinking beers all morning. So, was like, all right, nice big, big glass of rum. So they were all drinking Manhattans. And we started playing this game called Scythe, which is kind of like a tabletop 4X game, I think is the best way to describe it. It was fun. Long. A lot of setup. Uh, and really long Game. Like I think it was two and a half, three hours that we were playing. And uh like midway, like I don't know, maybe a quarter of the way through the game, somebody looks over and says, Well, what are you drinking? I said, Oh man, I'm drinking rum and coke. So I took a big old sip off of it. He's like, uh, he's somebody went to go get up and he's like, I'm gonna, I want to drink too. He's like, uh, I was like, well, there's beer in the fridge. If you want I was like, No, no, I want to drink. I was like, try rum and coke. It's like there's plenty of Coke Zero in there. I said, There's regular Coke too. I said, make a rum and coke. If you don't like it, I'll drink it. Well one bottle of one bottle of rum later, everybody sloshed, and I'm just sitting there going, "I got a lot of catch up to do here," because I was like, I was drinking beers in between rum and cokes, just like, yeah, I think I I need I need to catch up because I'm nowhere near as buzzed as you guys. Uh, but we played scythe. It was awesome. That was fun. Um, and then Monday everybody got up and we went uh oh, we went to, you know, everybody went to leave because a bunch of them were driving. And so after they left, it was me and the, the guy from San Diego. And we were trying to figure out like what to do because we had like all day in, um, in Louisville. No, I didn't have to be at the airport till like three o'clock or something. I, and I think three o'clock was me being anal because I didn't want to miss my flight like I did already. So I uh, so we went tooling around. We, went, we grabbed a, uh, a bite to eat. And I had my first Poke Bowl. Never had a poke bowl in my life, so I went. I grabbed a poke bowl, and 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 this guy from San Diego was like, "Yeah, man! He's like these things are great. These are like this is what we do when we want to kind of eat healthy. You know, it's got veggies, it's got rice, it's got fish, it's got you know." And I'm like, "Look at that! I'm Like, yeah, man! This sounds like this has got it's got sugars, it's got it's got carbohydrates, it's got vegetables." I was like, "If you put carrots in there, it's got beta carotene." I'm like, "This is it's got protein." I'm like, "This is a great this is a great thing." How have I never had one of these? So. We're chilling out. We're eating, and then we're we uh, were walking up and down like the riverfront. We're just like trying to kill time, just like desperately trying to kill time. Um, then then he's like, "Cause I was like, well, what do you want to do?" He's like, "I don't know, I'm like an arcade." And then you know, I think he was, thought he was reading my face. He's like, bah, but that's kind of lame." I was like, "No, dude, I love an arcade. Let's go find an arcade." He's like, "Yeah, man, let's go find some pinball machines." I'm like, "Dude, I am down for some pinball right now." So I look up, and I'm like, "All right, where do we go?" And I just Googled arcade. So there's this place called Activate. I'm like, all right, what the hell's Activate? Let's go check this place out. So we go and check out this place Activate. When we get there, it's a big building, you know, it's that had a front on it. We're looking at it like, all right, well, this is weird, but cool. Let's go check it out. So we go inside and you buy these wristbands. And they literally have like these different rooms and they're all kind of different themed, but it's an interactive arcade. So like one room had a bunch of lights on the ground and pressure plates and you had to like run and step on the pressure plates and hit buttons on the wall and clear everything and then get back to the green safe space and then like as the levels went up there'd be red lines chasing you on the ground so you had to like leap over them to get to the other ones it was really like, it was intense and then there was another one where you had a bunch of hoops and you had to shoot hoops but you had to hit hoops. In like a correct order, you know, you had to hit a certain number for a certain level. And like after this first game, which was the running around trying to hit the buttons on the wall and stuff, we both look at each other and he's just like, Cecil, Cecil, what are we doing? We're too old for this. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But we kept, We hung around and we had like, uh, I think we had like 75 minutes to play. And we hung around and we played for like that 75 minutes. And it was uh, it was a good time. It was a really good time. I got a rug burn um, on one of my knees from doing a because they had these laser beams where you had to like like get through the laser laser minefield. So the laser beams would like change and stuff, and you had to like duck and and we were rolling through them. I got uh, I got rug burn on my knee from doing one of those, and then we rolled on another one for uh, we had we had to shoot blasters at these targets, and then the laser beams coming across, so you had to like blast them and then run and like I rolled and I dislocated my pinky toe. It was it was such a good time, um, and we sweat like holy crap! Did we sweat? We got done with that, and we were just like, man, why can't we have some place like this close to us? It was like twenty five bucks for seventy five minutes, and if you get up to like you 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 keep score, and if you get up to rank eight, everything is fifty percent off forever. So you go in there, it's like twelve bucks for an hour, and like, it's fun, it's cardio, um. It was just a ball. Like, it really was a good time. So then we're sitting there and like, you know, I just look at him. Oh, well, wow. there was a funnier part or a funny part. So throughout the weekend, we were playing Never Have You Never Have I Ever. And, uh, and they kept trying to come up with things that I haven't done. And there was like all sorts of things. I mean, even down to like, so we're sitting there going Never Have I Ever when we're at one of the bourbon places. And I'm just sitting there. Every time they say it, I just sip. I'm sipping. And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, and I give the story of how or why I did it or when I did it, and I'm just like, I mean, you can call bullshit on me, but I don't know how I can prove it. I was like, we can call up somebody who was there if you'd like, and I just looked at him. I said, look, this is normally how it is. I'll tell a story, and people will go, oh, that's bullshit, and then somebody who was there, I'll like that story will come up for some reason, and somebody who was there will be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God, how did you survive that? Like that thing was literally sticking out of your arm, and it went all the way through. And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I don't know." It's just really weird. I got the cool scar from it, though. Um, so literally throughout the whole weekend, they kept going. All right, never have I ever, and they'd come up with something weird, and I'd go, "Well," and I'd drink. And there was a few things that they'd come up with, but they were trying to come up with like the mundane that never have I ever. And like there were so many things never have I ever. So when I got the Pokeball or Pokeball Pokeball. I was like, never have I ever had a Poke Bowl. And he's like, there we go. And the guy who was with me from San Diego, he's like, too bad we're not playing anymore. But there we go. We got one. He's like, but I'm like, but I can't do that now. He's like, true. Um, so then we go to leave. All right. This is where things get fun. Because that's how my life is. It's always fun. We're there. We leave this activate place. I'm like, all right, I got to go fill the rental car. And then I would drive to the, the airport. Well, as we're driving to a gas station, which Google lead us, Google be praised, it took us, took us through some weird back roads. All of a sudden, I, well, like, we're zipping through some sketchy places. And I'm like, all right, dude, windows up, doors locked. If one of us gets shot, the other one has to drive into the hospital. We're like, all right. So we finally get all the way over to this gas station and it starts to rain, but it's like just barely coming down as we're pulling in. I get out of the car. And I'm literally putting my, like going to put my credit card in and the wind just picks up and the rain starts coming in sideways and like, it's pushing me over, like literally pushing me over. I'm 230 pounds, six and a half feet tall. And this wind is knocking me over like I weigh nothing. So I'm literally holding onto the car and I'm pumping gas to fill this thing up and I am drenched. I'm out here. I, I pumped three and a half gallons of gas. We didn't drive anywhere that much. We Ubered everywhere, and I am literally soaked to the bone. I get back in the car and, and got from Sydney. I was He's like, "You're you're soaked." I'm like, "Yeah." Looking like taking my glasses off, wiping them down. I'm like, "Yeah, I am." So we pull up to the stops or the stoplight, and literally the lights are bouncing on the wire going crazy and the signs the signs that were literally on the wire itself start flipping and rotating like with the wind just like a propeller and he's just looking at me going i didn't believe you that this type of stuff happens to you and i'm like yeah dude it's the cecil experience welcome it's like would you like it would you like an aspirin <sighs> so we finally we 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 hydroplane plane all the way over to the airport. We finally get there, and as we get there, we check in. I'm like, all right, everything's going well. And on the way over, he was looking. He's like, my plane's been delayed. I'm not leaving until like nine o'clock tonight. I'm like, dude, that sucks. I'm sorry. He's like, but your plane's on time. I'm like, well, that's amazing with this storm. I mean, if it delayed your plane and you're you're leaving hours after I am, I'm I'm surprised. So we, uh, we get there and we, you know, we get through, I check my bag, we get through security and on the other side of security, I start checking and it looks like my plane's been delayed, but like three minutes. So I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. And like three minutes. Okay, whatever. So I'm sitting there, I'm walking back and forth and, uh, all of a sudden I get a text on my phone because I I signed up for the text messages. It's like, your plane's been delayed. Your plane's been delayed. Your plane's been delayed, and you might not make your connecting flight. So my plane got delayed. I had I had an hour layover at, uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. I had an hour layover. My plane was delayed an hour and fifteen minutes. Getting like like pick like leaving uh, Louis, uh, Louisville. I was like, well shit. Now I got to figure out. So I was like, you know what though. It's like, it's only four hours, four and a half hours. I could probably drive it. I'll just get a rental car and I'll drive it. And then I'm looking at it because I'm looking at all the flights and the flights aren't leaving for three and a half hours or so. So I'd still get there around the same time. I'm like, you know, I'll, 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 figure it out when I get there. I'm like I'm, I'm going to roll the bones. I'm going to get on this plane and hopefully get on this plane and hopefully I'll have enough time to get there. So I get on the plane and the guy's like, uh, you know, the captain's like, Hey, we're going to try to shave off some time in the air. We don't know how much we'll be able to, but we're gonna see what we can do. I'm just sitting there going, okay. So one of the stewardess walks around. It's like, hey, um, are you on this flight? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm on. I'm, I have a connecting flight uh, to, to Richmond. And he's like, okay. We're going to make an announcement just before we land um, and ask everybody to stay in their seats to allow everybody who's got connecting flights that are tight to the front and allow them to get out. I was like, well, thank you. We get there. I got like, Oh, I'm waiting there like I, I hop up the dude next to me was kind enough to like get up out of the seat and then let me out because I was on the window and then hop back in you know he didn't nobody was playing the uh, the jerk card so I'm sitting there I get out of that plane and I start dead sprinting I mean I'm carrying my carry-on bag and I am dead sprinting going from I where was I? I was I was D something and I had to get to C15 I take off like a bat out of hell I'm dead sprinting. I'm literally running up, and as I'm running up, I'm literally the last person to get on that plane. And I'm, I am running as fast as humanly possible, or for human, ceasily possible. Let me put it that way, because I'm not Usain Bolt here. I get out, like I'm literally walking up. I'm like, I'm here, I'm here. I scan, and they're like, you're lucky. I'm like, yeah. I walk through the doors. I literally step foot on the plane. They close the doors right behind me. And, and as they close the doors, the doors are closing now. Uh, please take your seats. We're going to be preparing for takeoff. I was like, yes. And then all of a sudden, it hit me. I had a checked bag. Did my check bag move faster than I did? Well, one way to find out. So I get on my plane, get all the way to Richmond, flying in. I'm like, all right, I made it. Somebody's going to pick me up. It's awesome. It's good. Hopefully my bag's here. If not, I don't care. I'll get some sleep. Deal with it later. So then we land. And we wait. And we wait. And we wait. And I'm literally waiting there because somebody was like, we couldn't get to the gate. They they were, it was like off or something so that we couldn't get up close enough to it. And I'm just like, I want to go to sleep. Let me sleep. Stop all of this. So we were there. We were stuck there for like 30 some odd minutes. Finally get off the plane, get up to the carousel. And wouldn't you know, there's my bag. So it was a hell of a trip. It was a fun time. Stressful at both ends. But all worked out in the end. But yeah, yeah, that was my uh, that was my Kentucky trip. And in the process, I get this sweet flavored bourbon. Hmm. All right, let's get back to this. Uh, who That is bright. Let's get back to this uh, Terminator. Which, all right, it's got standard controls, first person. Ooh. HK Aerial. That's cool. Oh, there's the Terminators. Oh, and they're shooting at me. Oh, they're wrecking people. Oh, man, they're wrecking me. This ain't ain't positive. Oh, people are dropping like flies. So, if it wasn't obvious, I'm in the future. And, uh... Terminators are abound. I've just had a building fall on me, I think. No, I had the building behind me. Oh, okay. F is melee. That's uh that's not ideal. H is heal. Alright, tradable resources. So there's some cool stuff going on here. Alright. So smokes and beer. I don't have time for this. Don't yell at me and tell me I don't have time for this. Almost died in Louisville. Well, let me let me do my thing. I mean, I gotta adjust the sensitivity on this mouse though, because this mouse is super sensitive. Oh, well, gotta hold E to close doors. Okay. The hell is this mouse on? Oh, freaking safety pin. All right, where am I at? All right, what's Nova? I don't know what Nova is. There's a sign that says Nova. Well, so far, I mean, the graphics on this aren't, like, they're not top-notch. They're not, like, crazy good. But, uh, I mean, Fire looks pretty good. Pretty basic. Oh, there's an HK aerial, yeah. Hopefully I get to shoot one of those things down. Alright, where am I going here? Yeah, I'm just going to be playing this for the next few. So, that was all the story I had today. It was a fun trip, though. Magnet had a good time. Um, I think everybody had a good I, think, I hope everybody had a good time. The, uh, the one older guy was kind of laid back and chilled. Spent a lot of time in the hot tub. But hey, hopefully that's what he wanted to do. Hopefully that was uh, his way of relaxing. He was a like a director of something. He was definitely stressed out. Not to say that I'm not stressed, but oh, I can now press V for Ultra... ultra oh, I got ultraviolet. Oh, that's not ultraviolet. That's freaking X-ray. I can see freaking see Terminator through the wall. That doesn't seem right. That seems kind of OP, if you ask me. I guess I use that to see through the wall and see if I can Oh, there we go. Now I'm talking about it. I've got a pistol. There we go. Forty-four shots. Nine in the round nine in the chamber. Or nine in the, the mag. Yeah, it seems like totally something that's gonna work against a terminator. It looks like a Glock. T to toggle flashlight. Oh, I have a flashlight too. That would have been handy to know fuller Yeah, why would I use a flashlight when I just have night vision goggles? Oh, check dumpsters. Tradable resources in dumpsters. da 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 Alright, I'm guessing the fire there says I cannot go that way. Like, nay, nay, go that way, no fire. It's like a stamina bar? No, looks like I can run indefinitely. There's a graphics. Card. Oh, detection indicator, texture visual authority. Yeah, okay. i got to use this basically to just see through stuff and see the different enemies. And I have to sneak past them. So there's a stealth portion of the game. Which would think it'd be pretty hard to sneak past robots. And it looks like they're, I don't know, making out or something. Okay. Well, I guess I stuck past them. Oh nope! There's more over there. Oh dear! And it's coming at me. (gasps) Turn straight for me. Oh good! Just run past him at parts. Okay, this is interesting. Oh, trash fire. got trash fires, everybody. When you're cold, trash fire. Just don't fall asleep next to a tire fire. You never wake up. Alright. Well, there's those things out there. I guess I'm not supposed to kill them. Oh, yeah. So, I hope everybody else had a great weekend. I definitely did. Um... I guess I'll cut it here keep tuned for the next uh, episode of the gna miss Adventure League. that's gonna be fun uh we're gonna be meeting back up i think second week of december 16th somewhere around there i think somewhere around there but it'd be a good time so hope you enjoyed hope you enjoyed the show don't forget to rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app reviews help people find the show so well, if you if you enjoy uh, if you enjoy listening to us let other people know so that we can uh you can get them to listen, too. We are on Google Play Music, or Google Play Podcast, uh, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, a bunch of other places. If we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there. Upload there. Um, oh, this berm does hit pretty hard. Mm. Ooh. Don't breathe it, though. Man, that's a bad idea. Ah partner with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a twist. You buy games and donate to charity at the same time. So put that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link. That'll let them know that we sent you. Uh, we want you to make sure to take all of your... If there is a, um, a slider that you find that has GNA podcast on, just put that all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. We would rather you give all of your money to charity, or maybe to the developer, or maybe Throw a Bones Humble Bundle themselves, but we do not want your money. So put that slider for GNA all the way down to zero, and uh, yeah. Yeah, um, check us out at our website at www.gnapodcast.com You can find a link there over to Microbrew Gamers website he does uh he does reviews on different stuff and different articles so go check him out it's fun stuff um yeah it's better now i forgot something but it's all good it's all good all good in the hood have a good night